Back to Fantasy Dads, episode four, where we are going to go to Cali. We are going to do the NFC West, where we'll cover teams like San Francisco 49ers, the Los Angeles Rams. We've got Seattle Seahawks out there as well. And then we've got the Arizona Cardinals, the New Oak Arizona Cardinals. All right, welcome back to episode four where we're capping the NFC West and we are going back to Cali. So we're going to cover some Niners, Rams, Seahawks, and Cardinals. Now last year, obviously, San Fran stealing the show. I think outperforming just about everybody's expectations with a record of 13-3 and and an appearance in the Super Bowl. What do we want to say about San Fran and the 49ers? All right, again, these 49ers. Yeah, I, uh, from a purely fantasy perspective, I'm, the, the biggest question I would have is, are you touching any of these dudes in the backfield, any of these running backs? That's a huge question, Mark, and I don't know that you can. Like, I understand they go with a hot hand maybe, and it's Mostert, but there's just so many questions at running back, and I think, they they are deep at running back, but it's like so deep that I don't even know who you would, you know, who you would put your money on to be their back. They've got a ton of different backs out there. I love Coleman. McKinnon's healthy now. He was yeah. always good for um, the Vikings. They got Breida as a stud. Right. I know you're high on Wilson. I, I There's five dudes out there that could potentially be – you know, an RB1 or an RB2 on a, a lot of different teams, they just happen to have five of them. Yeah, it's almost like they want to confuse you with their looks. We might as well call it five and a half with Debo Samuel on the reverse. No, you're right, because and you're right. We'll do that. So it's, I mean, and they use use check out of the backfield as well. So I think it's, and I don't know if I want to say old-fashioned football, but they just, they have a lot of guys. So that's what I'm saying. They're, they are there to win football games for their franchise, not necessarily leagues so that's a talented group that's going to score points but they're just going to spread the wealth around so much at the running back position I, I think you're just going to have to have injuries and the hot hand kind of play its way through to know who you can really bet on week in and week out yeah it could be uh it's almost feast or famine if you're yeah. low or skinny on a a running back or a flex player uh, the week before, if you got maybe somebody on a buy or something, you could pick up one of these dudes, whoever has the hot hand. But yeah, other than that, yeah, I'm, I'm avoiding them at all costs, but their running backs are confusing, but their, their wide has kind of opened up a little bit more with uh, Emmanuel Sanders leaving. What do you think about uh, Samuel, like you said, on those end end rounds, you got Kendrick Bourne out there, Travis Benjamin, Goodwin. You got all these guys. Do you love any of these guys? Are you picking any of these guys up now that Emmanuel Sanders is gone? Um, I definitely think Debo Samuel kind of answered the call last year. I think it's someone that they trusted. Going to get targets more so with um, Sanders being out. 
And I think he is going to be reliable to, to get a, a reverse or two. I mean, they use it. They don't seem to keep it a secret. It's almost like a matter of time. When are they going to do that in the game plan? Because they always seem to go to it multiple times a game. Um, and then I don't know who will kind of be their second one. I know Dante Pettis is a guy that he, he sparked. Uh, Marky Goodwin has been around. He's a you know, super, super fast track star. Jalen Hurd, everybody wanted him to kind of break out. But like you said, Kendrick Bourne's there. I've heard good things about Trent Taylor, and then they signed Travis Benjamin. So yeah. I think it's going to be an exciting uh, just group, just competition. I mean, like, those dudes are going to grind all day. I mean, every day during – well, whenever we can do OTAs and mini camps and training camps. So, but, yeah, I, I think it's going to be – this is going to be competition for sure. So, um, like we said, San Fran had a great season last year, 13-3. and three. They didn't lose a ton of people, but I think they did lose a huge playmaker on offense with Emmanuel Sanders, and then they lose DeForest Buckner. They didn't really lose him. I mean, they traded for him. You know, traded him. But on defense, they, they've got some playmakers, too. They've got uh, Arik Armstead. Thomas is there. Nick Bosa, Quan yeah. Alexander. And then in the secondary, they got Richard, Sir, uh, Richard Sherman and Jimmy Ward. So, I mean, this is a group. And it's it, it was kind of a head scratcher. Now, when I look at these names on paper, I'm like, some good quality guys. I don't know why Sam Brand was so under the radar last year. Like, I never expected them to do what they did. It's almost like they've got room full of B players. And I don't mean that discredit. Like, they, they're not bad. They just might not have all household names. No, I don't think you mean average guys as being disrespectful or B players, uh, being average in the National Football League, I would say it's a lot better to have 22 mm. average guys than to have five excellent guys and, you know, uh, 17 terrible yeah. dudes. Just the thing about this team is can Jimmy Garoppolo get better? Can he go through the ceiling that he was at last year? Because – I think if he doesn't miss – well, obviously, if he doesn't miss that throw to Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, I think they're Super Bowl champions. It Can Jimmy G get the job done? He can get it done well enough to maybe pick up some of these wide receivers that we just named on your fantasy right. team. But do you trust Jimmy Garoppolo, I guess, would be what the success or failure of this team kind of hinges right. on. I can say that I really do fall just about neutral to Jimmy G. I've never been a huge supporter and never really been a hater. I just kind of sit back and see, like, what will he do now that he's got his own team? But um, it's – of, you know, maybe not the most well-known receivers. But if anybody's going to do it, it's probably Jimmy G since he watched what Brady could do for some years, you know? Um, he's got a good line to protect him, though. Names like Mike McGlinchey and Joe Staley. So I think he's, you know, another year more experienced. I think this team will be good. Now, I don't know about 13-3 and three good, but it's a team that could give them a run for their money, though, is going to be the Seattle Seahawks, who finished 11-5 and five last year under Pete Carroll. Pete and Russell Wilson, they got a good thing going out there. So what do you think about Seattle Seahawks? I wish they would move away from the 1980s and start airing the ball out some more. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. Yeah. Tom I mean, split between their <laughs> backs last year. Which is good if you have Rashard Penny or, or Chris Carson. But, yeah. I mean, I just think Russell Wilson is capable of doing so much more with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. And, well, I 
think I that mean, they are seeing that, and I think they are trying to give him the weapons to air it out more. I don't think they want to be so one-dimensional and rely on Carson and Penny and, and just workhorse them into the ground because we saw them make a, a move for Josh Gordon. Now, obviously, he's in some trouble, but you can see what their actions are, their attempts are. We know they love DK Metcalf, and he'll be getting a bigger workload. Tyler Lockett's there. They just traded for Dorsett, Philip Dorsett. And they, they re-signed David mm-hmm. Moore. So I think all the signs point to we've got a more than capable arm in Russell Wilson. We need to get him some people to spread that ball around. And not that Greg Olson's an answer either, but, I mean, at the time position, they still they got Greg Olson. They still have Will Disley. I think they're creating opportunities to hurt you on the ground as well as through the air. And then Russell can take off himself. I think that's going to be a really good team. And I think it's going to be a really good battle to see who can win that and the rest of it. Yeah, I, I mean, I know that you're really high on DK Metcalf, and I'm not saying that he's bad or anything. I think he's a, a physical specimen. The dude is an absolute freak. Uh, I know that you say that he's their number one and that Lockett's a close number two. I would say that Lockett is their number one, and DK is is definitely their clear-cut number two. But you're right. They have a lot of weapons. They have a, a very deep tight end group. They have a a very solid running back core. I would almost, I would almost say that Seattle has one of the. Is is Josh Gordon still on the roster? I don't know about that at the moment. And if he is, I mean, it would be a, a, a bit stated. I would say, yeah. So I would say that their their offense, if if he is still on their team, their offense might. I don't know the this. What makes this division so fun is that San Francisco is absolutely stacked. Seattle is absolutely stacked. The Rams are absolutely stacked. The Cardinals are making moves to get stacked. It's just, it's such a fun division to cover. And I, I, I love, I love all four of these teams. You said a fun division to watch. I feel like teams are going to get pretty aggressive in this division as far as trades goes and as, tra- as far as acquiring people. Because it's almost like a race to the top, and I think everybody wants to get there now in this division. Um, a team that seemed like they were there, but I feel like is losing ground would be those Los Angeles Rams. So things seem to just be going worse for them, including their logo. It, it's just not yeah. great. I mean, they lose Gurley, and then their logo gets even more girly. But what do you think about these Rams? <laughs> Did you just take a shot at females low-key right there? <laughs> no, man, I hate right. this team. I absolutely can't stand them. I uh, I mean, they obviously have to draft a running back. Um, they got Higby and Everett at the tight end position, which is probably the the, the group just behind the, the wide receivers because the wide receivers, I think, is still s- stacked with Reynolds, Woods, and it's Cooper Cup, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, moving Brandon Cooks didn't hurt. I don't think moving Gurley hurt. I think getting out from underneath that contract was actually a good thing for them. Uh, I just, I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust yeah. Jared Goff. I really, really don't. I, I don't think that he's that good. I think that McVay's schemes were kind of like. Um, 
Robert Griffin the third. Like nobody had ever seen anything like him before. So like defenses had no idea what to do against him in his rookie year. He was absolutely incredible. But when teams start getting film and tape on you and figuring out what your tendencies are, what you like to do and don't like to do in certain situ- situations and scenarios, I think that he's just got to grow grow past that surprise factor because the element of surprise is no longer a factor for this Los Angeles. Yeah, that's Rams true. I don't team. think you're alone with those thoughts. I, I I just feel like people are very hesitant to trust the Jared Goff. Um, yeah, I mean, like you said, he's got a really good receiver core around him. Um, I and you, we, we both think that they need to draft a running back. Maybe someone should tell them that because I, I don't know if they – it's almost like they think that they're okay with Malcolm Brown or Daryl Henderson, John Kelly. Uh, I'm not really sure what their plan is there. But um, they do have a pretty decent line, Whitworth up front. Their defense we know has been pretty good. They've had a few names move around, but they do still have Aaron Donald, you know, kind of the master at what he does. Michael Brockers is still going to be on their team. They got Leonard Floyd, and they even have Jalen Ramsey in their uh, secondary now. So it's a pretty good team, but I don't know yeah. if it's any better than it was. Uh, haven't talked a ton of rankings yet, but I actually have the Rams sliding backwards, and they will, I believe, finish last in this division, only because our next team, our last team we're talking about here, is the Arizona Cardinals, who have clearly made steps forward. They made a big splash. They made one of the first early splashes on by, you know, I don't want to say dead weight, but getting rid of David Johnson and, and getting a bigger playmaker in mm-hmm. uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So let's go ahead and talk Arizona, which last year only finished 5-10. and 10. I was pretty surprised, but I guess they're 5-10-1 and one with a tie. But uh, what are your thoughts on the Cardinals? Um, well, last year, what was it? Were they a couple games in where they when they traded for Kenyon Drake? Uh, I'm trying to look up how far. I thought they were a little further into the season before that went down. Yeah, they were. They were. I'm just trying to – yeah, you're right. I mean, moving David Johnson was a, a necessary step. They get out from underneath of a fat contract. They acquired Kenyon Drake last year, which I think is a very capable running back. Chase Edmonds shows that he's got a lot of yeah. potential. Um Larry Fitzgerald, obviously, the ageless wonder is still there. How much longer he can drink from the fountain of youth remains unknown. Um, getting Nuke is absolutely huge. The guy might have the best hands in the league. Um, and Larry Fitzgerald may be second, which is a great thing um, for that young quarterback. I, why can I not think of his is name right now? For their corner, cornerback? Quarterback. Oh, no, Kyler quarterback. Murray. Kyler Murray. It might be Mouse. Yeah, why can I not think of Kyler Murray? Well, you're not going to forget anyways, this uh, because he is blow up. No, I think – yeah, I think you're right. I think I think Kirk is their, their third wideout out yeah. there, and I really like him as a number three. So I, I think Kyler Murray has all the tools necessary to be successful. I think the way he can – change his arm trajectory because he has that baseball background he can throw the ball off any platform off any angle he doesn't have to be on balance to throw a good ball Um, the only thing that obviously scares me with him is his size and how long his size will allow him to stay healthy obviously being that slight of frame he can't Mm -hmm. take many big shots so he can't let his athleticism make him think he's invincible because this league will quickly right. teach no, you that you're not. You're saying. He's a little dude out there, but he's in a really good spot because this team's got their line figured out. I mean, we don't talk linemen. 
But That's a, name, true. a couple names we'll put out. They've got DJ Humphreys, Justin Pugh. They've got J.R. Sweezy. That's the funnest name in football. Um, and then they got Marcus Gilbert off the Steelers. So, I mean, that line is stacked. Like you said, receiver-wise, I can't think of maybe more two more reliable or more capable guys than Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins. And then a, a three in Christian Kirk. I mean, that's amazing. They've got tight ends yep. like Max Williams. Yeah. And you already talked about their running backs, Kenyon Drake, Chase Edmonds. They could grab a pretty decent running back in the draft even because they kind of have the luxury to do so. All these other teams are taking that safe pick, which I'm okay with, taking a lineman. This team doesn't really need to do that. They don't need a quarterback. They've figured that out recently. Their receivers are stacked. They've got a line. I think that use some of their picks on just plugging in the, the little bits and pieces that they do need. And it could be running back. It could just be a little bit more help on the uh, defensive side. I don't know what the record will be, but I know they'll win more than five games. But that's what's great about fantasy football. It Truly, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what the team record is. You want to definitely have on your roster Kyler Murray. You want to have Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to put up some big numbers this year. And then I agree. And I also, I also think they could draft a dude who just, will replace Fitzgerald. Just an excellent – Excellent route runner, sure-handed dude. Now, obviously, this yeah. might be the deepest wide receiver draft we've seen yeah. in a very long time. So I think they'll go out and with their first pick, they'll pick up a, a wide receiver to replace Fitzgerald because he has to retire at Tell some point. In his I, life. I mean, right? He is amazing. No, for real. Every yeah. year I get him on my team. Every year he's never a keeper, but he's always one of the first people I go out and take. And he's never, he's never let me down. Always been great. Uh, I think this team is going to do things really wisely because I think they're in a very good position. And if they do the right moves in a year, two years, maybe three, they're going to be a pretty dominant team. So I think they got to get it right, but they have a ton of potential. Now, just real quick, do you like um, Cliff Kingsbury? Not, yeah. I don't, I, don't love it. I don't love him. I don't know how much to trust in him. I just know the pieces, parts that he has right there are very workable and are very capable. But I, like I said, it got to be smart and they need to do, they just need to make good decisions and get the right people in there. Yeah. Yeah. He's right. their biggest question. Mark from a talent me. standpoint on the field, I guess maybe that is a good problem. But uh, Agreed. as far as Agreed. the rank them, you know, even just kind of talking with you more in depth, I think I really do have maybe a little bit more of a, uh, what do I want to say, optimism about Seattle. Now, I am just going to keep my rankings how I had them. I've got San Fran still leading this division. It's like ninja stealth mode where they are a good team that just sort of sneaks up on them. Maybe you don't realize how much overall talent or how deep they are, but they are good. I'll have them at one. I'll put Seattle at number two. I'm going to have Arizona making a big step up here at number three, and then I just see the Rams falling back to number four. Yeah, I, you know what? I had the exact same ranking as you. Um, I had San Francisco, Seattle, Arizona, the Rams, uh, but I will change it just so we differ slightly. I like yeah. you. The more we talked about Seattle, came to realize that. I just sure. trust Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll more than I trust Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. Now I understand that Kyle Shanahan is always going to uh, put up huge numbers. And from a fantasy perspective, 
that's typically what we're going to be talking about. But in this ranking situation, I just don't trust Kyle Shanahan in big moments of big games. And he's given me two big games examples of why I should not trust him. So I'm going to take Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson first. I'll take San Francisco two. And then like you, I'll have Arizona at three and the Rams finishing last. Fantasy Dads, that is going to take care of our episode four. And we felt like the NFC South, which we covered last episode, and the NFC West, which we just covered, were the two divisions that we thought we really kind of knew who was ahead and, and who was going to be in last place. And we kind of just felt like we had those nailed down. Now, the other divisions just seem to be question marks. They've got a lot of question marks, and they've got a lot of needs to fill, and they're going to do that in the draft. So what we we're going to do is cover a mock draft next episode, episode five. And then we'll get back to the division rankings after the draft, once teams have filled their needs so we can really kind of figure out where they stand, who's the best, who's the worst, and who's in between. Thanks again, Fantasy Dads. We'll see you on Episode 5. Back to Fantasy Dads, episode four, where we are going to go to Cali. We are going to do the NFC West, where we'll cover teams like San Francisco 49ers, the Los Angeles Rams. We've got Seattle Seahawks out there as well. And then we've got the Arizona Cardinals, the New York Arizona Cardinals. 